0: Good evening church and welcome to our E Global Week. We're so glad that you have joined us on this Tuesday night and we're so excited to introduce to you a missionary that you're going to love. Brother Nathan Herod and his family are based in Barcelona, Spain, and they're going to bring to us a word of the Lord tonight from their apartment where they live. They've been in quarantine for a number of weeks, but the gospel still goes forth and they've had tremendous revival in the country of Spain even in the midst of this coronavirus. And they're going to bring to us the word of the Lord tonight that I know is going to bless your heart. So I just encourage you to gather the family around. Let's have a great time tonight. Open up your Bibles, open up your hearts, and open up your minds as we hear from Brother Nathan Herod in Barcelona, Spain. Praise the Lord, everybody at East Wind Pentecostal Church. Pastor David Meyer, it's so good to be with you this evening during this e-global service. I am here at our studio in Barcelona, Spain, downtown Barcelona, where we are still uh, under quarantine and lockdown, and going on 50 days here. And as many of you in the United States have gone through a time of quarantine, it's hit Europe very hard, and we have been at the epicenter of, uh, of the COVID-19. And uh, so, but in the midst of all of this, we are seeing God do many mighty things and many works and I'll share a little bit of what God is doing uh, here in the nation of Spain I want to thank every one of you for your commitment to global missions around the world I know that East Wind Pentecostal is a church that believes in missions that uh, uh, gives to missions that invest in missions and I thank you from the bottom of our hearts for, for all that you do for the cause of missions for all that you do for the cause of revival around the world working together we're able to uh, reach many more people, and I'm thankful for all of you. I want to share just a little bit of the Word of the Lord with you this evening. Psalms chapter 78 and verse 12. Uh, Psalm chapter 78 and verse 12 says, "Marvelous things did He in the sight of their fathers, in the land of Egypt, in the field of Zoan. He divided the sea and caused them to pass through, and He made the waters to stand as a heap." And it says in verse 12 again, marvelous things that he in the sight of their fathers in the land of Egypt talking about what he did in the past. I want to pray as we enter into the word of the Lord that the Lord would speak to us, that the Lord uh, would encourage us that great faith would be transmitted right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for what you are going to do. I take dominion and authority of every spirit of doubt, every spirit of fear. I lose faith in the name of Jesus. I thank you, God, for the faith that is going to be transmitted right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you for what you are doing at East Wind Pentecostal during this global service. Lord, I thank you for what you are doing around the world. We give you praise and honor in Jesus' name. I lose faith right now to be released in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 When. When Israel had crossed the Red Sea, they sang praises to God for his mighty deliverances. And, and if we look at that and we think of the amazing miracle that they experienced that day, they had seen giant waves of water parted and they had seen their enemies swallowed up by, by these waves. And as they watched what happened, they could only marvel and imagine that when they must have said to one another, never could we ever see such a great miracle of, of, of which we have just witnessed we we had no future generation is going to ever witness a mighty demonstration of god's power and never will uh, the people of god be in such a crisis where as this one that they need uh to see the hand of god in this way and generation after generation will remember this day they'll point back as this day being a proof of god's work through the human race and for many years as we know the scripture many years this was indeed the case in fact israel was commanded to tell the succeeding generations about God's great miracle-working power on their behalf as demonstrated at the Red Sea. And we read in Psalms chapter 78, in verse 4 it says, we will not hide them from our ch- their children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he has done. And And as a child, I can imagine that David as a child must have sat enthralled as he heard the story over and over from his own father, how God had delivered his ancestors from Pharaoh, how he had rolled back the raves and how he had made an escape route and how he had crushed the mighty Egyptians army and David he would tell his own children the story and he would tell his own children he would say you know that God lives because he took our ancestors through the Red Sea onto dry ground now uh, I want you to make sure that you tell this story to your children and to your grandchildren and make sure that you tell them about our God that saved us from the Red Sea and when David was king he reminded the whole art whole nation of God to, to God's commands to tell every generation the awesome testimony and he tells them he writes in psalms chapter 78 and verse 6 that the generation to come might know them even the children which should be born who should arise and declare them to their children but there came a time in david's life that he could not just recite the stories of old but but he had to ask for God to do it again he had to see the power of God for himself. suddenly it was not enough for David just to talk about what God had done in the past but this godly man wanted to see God deliver his people in a present crisis and what David says what speaks he says to the Lord he says Lord all my life I have heard about what you did in the past and I, I have told and I have retold the incredible stories of how you manifested your glory to my fathers. And, And then David cries out. We read in Psalms chapter 44 and verse 1. He says, we have heard with our ears, O God. Our fathers have told us what work thou didst in their days in the times of old. How thou didst drive out the heathen with thy hand and plantest them. How thou didst afflict the people and cast them out. For they got not the land in possession by their own sword. Neither did their own. Own arm save them, but thy right hand, thine arm, and thy light of thy countenance, because thou hast a favor unto them. And then verse 4, he says, Thou art my king, O God. Command deliverances for Jacob. In other words, David gets to the end of that prayer, and he In other words, he says, Lord, you are my king also. He says, Do these things again that I've heard about for your people today. I he says, I can't hear about it any longer. I can't hear about the past miracles that you've done in the past but God what you've done for Jacob And what you've done for Israel, I've got to see those deliverances for your people right now and right here. And it's something that is in my own heart, and I believe it should be in every one of our hearts, that we're thankful for what God is doing around the world. We're thankful for what God has done in the past. And I'm sure that many of you can testify of the great things that God has done. But there comes a point in every one of our lives where we have to get a hold of God. And we say, God, I've heard what you've done for everyone else. God, I've heard what you have done for my ancestors, but God, I need you to do something for me today. It was only a, f- a couple of years ago when my son Lincoln he 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 lost his he began I noticed that when he was when when I was talking to him little by little it looked it seemed as if he was losing his hearing and and uh, it was uh, I was on my way to uh, to preach in another city and I told my wife I said I said Lincoln seems like he has something wrong with his hearing uh, why, why don't you take him to the doctors and, and, and have him checked out? And so she took him to the doctors while I was gone and they, they prescribed some medicine. They said, we're not sure what is going on, but but try this for a while. And so when I got back uh, a few days later of taken the medicine that they had prescribed, uh, I noticed that things were not any better. And so I said, I, I don't know what's going on with here, the here so uh, l- let's take him to the doctor again. So I took my son to the doctor's office, and we went, and and they began to do tests on my son. They put the headphones on him. They began to test his hearing, and the, I could, I noticed immediately the, the look on the doctor's face as he was trying the different sounds out, that things weren't going well. And, and afterwards, he told me, he looked, at, he looked at me, he said, your son can't hear the sound of, a, of an airline jet flying over. He cannot hear uh, that well. He's losing his hearing. He said, I don't know what's going on. He said, there's some specialists that, that uh, you'll be able to that i 'll that i 'll be able to send you to that you can check them out, and it was something that, that 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 struck in my heart as any father watching their son go through something, and I began to pray i said now god i have i've seen you do so many miracles around the world i 've seen you open up deaf ears around the world god god you 're going to have to do something for my son you 're going to have to do something for my child it was during that time, I began to call everyone that I knew. I called, I got on my phone and I called every person of faith that I knew. And I began to ask them to, to pray for my son. I would put the phone up to my son's ears and, 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 and they would pray, but it seemed like nothing was going on. Nothing was happening. I, I remember one particular service where I was in the city of Saragossa and I was preaching on faith. I was preaching on miracles, preaching that God could do the miraculous and preaching that God could open deaf ears. And I watched as my son was sitting on the front row but he could not hear a word that I was preaching and he just sat there, could not hear me and the first person that came up to the altar that 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 night they, they, they came up and, and and before we could even begin to pray for them and they just in the worship the lady testified, began to testify that God had opened up her deaf ear that she had had, she had been deaf in one of her ears, she had had an operation that something had gone wrong and that deaf ear had opened up and, and then as soon as she received that healing there was another man that was over there and to the left side of the pulpit, and he immediately he was deaf in one of his ears, and immediately that deaf ear opened up. And I and as I preached the word of God, and as I te- and as I as I celebrated with what God had done that morning, I I looked at my son who was sitting on the front row. As everyone else was being healed, I watched as my son struggled to hear the words that I, that I was saying through the microphone. It was during those times that I I cried out to God. I said, God, I, I've seen you do it for everybody else but God I'm needing to see you do this today in my life it was like David in, in that scripture in Psalm 44 where he says God you, you've done it for them but I need you to do it for me and every one of us we, we come to those places in our lives where we need to see the hand of God now we've heard about what he's done for everybody else we've seen what he's done for everyone else but God I, I need you to do it for me today. It was a, a couple of months later. I was things had not gotten better. We we didn't know what was going on. We were at a loss for for what was going on. And I had I had written down a list of all the miracles of healing of, of deaf ears that I'd seen. I'd written down. I had taken a, 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 a legal pad, a piece of paper, and I, I wrote down the name, uh, the names, and the dates, and the places where these deaf ears had opened up. And I and, and I put it on the refrigerator of my house. And I would walk by the refrigerator of my house, and every day I would put my hands on that list and i said god you did it for them so i know that you're going to do it for my son every day i would walk into the kitchen i first thing in the morning i'd walk by and i would put my hand on that that legal size notebook paper with all of those names and those dates i said god now you did it for them so i know that you're going to do it for my son it was a few weeks later i went to our church in madrid i was preaching in madrid and it was a powerful service. God began to do mighty miracles in, in that service. And there was a lady who, as God began to do mighty miracles, she came dancing up around the front. And she had a card in her hand and she came dancing and she danced and she danced. She danced up to me. She said, she said, pastor, she said, this, this is the card that shows that I have been legally deaf. This is my, my card from the government that shows my disability that I have been deaf. But, but, but I have, but I have, uh, but God has just opened my ears and now I can hear and, and I want to testify. And she testified what God had did for her. And I, and, and I turned around and something rose up within me and I said, now God I'm thankful for what you've done for her but God I need you to do this in my life and there was something that rose up in me and I began to speak out loud to the devil I said devil you are trying to discourage me you're trying to make me think that everything, everybody else can get their healing but my family cannot get their healing and I begin to speak with boldness to Satan I said Satan I promise you I am going to continue to preach miracles, signs and wonders if I never see my son's healing I am going to continue to preach it I'm going to continue to believe it i'm going to continue to believe that my god can do this it was that that next day when i went home to barcelona i went home to barcelona and and i went into the kitchen again that list was there and i wrote down the list of that lady her name the date where it had happened i put it back on the refrigerator and i said god you did it for them and you're going to do it for my son a wife was there in the kitchen, and she, she, she was folding some laundry there, and, and she, she looked at me. She said, why don't you go ahead and put Lincoln's name on the list as well? And I looked, and I said, you know, that's, that's, a gr- that's a good idea. And I took that piece of paper. I took it off the refrigerator, and I wrote Lincoln's name down, and I wrote that month. It was the month of July. I wrote July, and I put it back up there, and I said, God, you've done it for these people. And now I'm putting it down that you're doing it for my son in the name of Jesus. It was, it was the next day that when we woke up, my son's ears had completely popped open and he, he began to hear completely. And I, I put him on my lap and I began to test each side again. And, and, and I, I whispered in one ear, I said, Can, what was say, thank you, Jesus for healing me. He, he yelled out, thank you, Jesus for hear hear heal, healing me. I, I tested the other out, the other ear out. I said, say, thank you, Jesus for hearing me. And he, he yelled out, thank you, Jesus for hearing me, for healing me. It was, in that moment that god did a great miracle in my own, my own my own son's life at times it's not enough to see what god does it for when god does it for someone else but we all come to that place where we say god i need you to do it for me today those of us who have been in church for any length of time at times we can be looking, guilty of looking back to the days of old where god has done many great works we We've seen God do great things in the past. We've celebrated what God has done for the church in days gone by, but at times we have failed to realize what God is beginning to do and is doing all around us even today. There are those that wish that they lived in the days of Moses to see the miracles that happened, but the God, word of God says that those in the Old Testament desire to see what we have seen. And I believe that God is beginning to do many things around the world all over the place, but it is your decision and it is my decision if we want to be a part of it the Bible says in Luke chapter 10 verse 24 for I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see those things which ye have seen and have not seen them and to hear those things which ye hear and have not heard them we need to understand that when we read the book of Acts that we see the miracles and the multitudes that receive the Holy Ghost we are reading about a history that spans about 35 years of history but we are beginning to see greater things today than we have ever seen before the bible says in acts chapter 2 verse 17 and it shall come to pass in the last days saith god i will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams we're beginning to see an outpouring of the holy ghost like we have never seen before throughout the united pentecostal church around the world Just this past year, we saw an average of of almost 3,000 people that received the Holy Ghost every single week just in our organization of the United Pentecostal Church. Just this last year in the nation of Spain, we had over 1,000 baptized in the name of Jesus. Over 1,000 received the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Just a few years ago, we only had around 1,500 believers. The work in Spain has grown to now over 9,000 believers throughout the nation of Spain. We are beginning to see the greatest hour of the church that we have never seen before. We are beginning to see churches open almost every week, almost every every month in the nation of Spain, literally thousands are receiving the Holy Ghost around the world. Beginning to see God do greater things that he has never done before. We've heard about these things, but God is beginning to do it even today. I'm thankful for what God has done in the past, but, but I'm excited for what God is doing even today. Even what God is doing during this COVID-19 crisis, we are, we are beginning to seek great God to uh, mighty miracles. We are beginning to seek God to uh, fill people with the Holy Ghost. It, 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 what, what, it was only a few years ago I began to research about the revivals of the past and I read about the miracle signs and wonders of the past and I, I began to become hungry to, to have my own experiences, my own revival, to have my own stories. I got tired of hearing everybody else tell what they had seen. I got tired of hearing everybody else what they had witnessed and I begin to pray God I I want to have some stories of my own I I want to see your greatness for my own I, I want to be a witness of your works today the Bible says in John chapter 14 verse 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do. Because I go unto my Father. The word of God tells us that Jesus wants us to do even greater works than he did. I believe that when Jesus comes back, he's coming back for a glorious church. He's coming back for a church that that's not just barely surviving. But a church that is growing. A church that that is that, that is expanding something that we're seeing even in the midst of of covid-19 and here for 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 almost 50 days we have been locked down throughout the nation of spain our churches have not been able to 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 meet together but but we are seeing god do mighty miracles even in our churches and people being baptized filled with the holy ghost people have been, been been witnessing great miracles throughout the nation of spain even during even during a time where everyone is quarantined. But the Bible tells us the wind bloweth where it listeth. The wind blows where it wants to go. You can quarantine the people, but you can't quarantine the Holy Ghost. You can quarantine a group of individuals, but the wind of the Holy Ghost is still blowing throughout the nation of Spain. I'm thankful for what God has done in the past, but I I truly believe that we are living in the greatest hour of the church. The Bible says in Haggai chapter 2 and verse 9, the glory of this latter house shall be greater than of the former, saith the Lord of hosts. Amen. I believe that this last day's church that we are a part of is going to see the greatest and is seeing the greatest things that has ever been witnessed before. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9, But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. I believe it's time for us as the church to quit looking back on what God has done and begin to look and see what God is doing today. To begin to look what God is doing all around this. I, I know that you as a church there at, at Eastwind are very involved in missions and, and receive reports from around the world. And your pastor travels all around the world and has seen many things all around the world and, and are witnesses. And I think that, uh, that, that we as a church, we need to look open our eyes and see what God is doing now. The Bible says in Isaiah 43 and 18, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I believe that there is a people that are raising up even today that are not satisfied with things of the past but are wanting to be a part of the new thing that God is doing. And I believe it is time that we open our eyes to see what God is doing all around the world and begin to be involved in revival like never before. Because if we are going to reach this world the way that God desires, we are going to have to rely on the dynamics of the spirit. The apostles of old, they did not have the internet. They did not have Facebook. They didn't have leadership books. But the Bible says that they turned the world upside down. I believe that we as a church, if we look around us, we, are, we will see that we are part of the greatest hour that the church has ever seen before. Just this, just a couple of weeks ago, a lady connected with our church, who a nurse who who was uh, worked in the hospital with COVID nineteen cases, lady who had come to our church two times. She 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 after being in uh, working in that unit, she came home. And uh, uh, a few hours later, she began to feel the symptoms of COVID-19. And as a, as a nurse, she, uh, she knew that things were bad. She had had asthmatic problems in the past. And she knew immediately that things were, 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 were going to be problems. And so she grabbed her husband, who's never been to our church. She grabbed her husband. She said, we've got to pray. We've got to, we've got to seek God because, because I, I, I know the symptoms. And, and I've, been, I've been contaminated. She fell on her, her knees. She began to call out to God. She began to pray, God, I, I, I need you to do a miracle in my life. This is a lady who's never, has been to our church twice. She hasn't been baptized. She hasn't been filled with the Holy Ghost. But in the midst of this crisis, she began to call upon God. And she, she explained to my wife over the phone later. She said, I have to explain to you something. She said, I know this may sound a little weird, but this is what I felt when I began to pray to God. And I was feeling that I, I was, I, I was having that heaviness and, and I couldn't breathe very much. She said, I felt as if I the hand of God reached in and replaced my lung and she said i immediately begin to 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 be able to breathe again and she said my my fever broke she was she was she was quarantined for 21 days because of her job they quarantined her away from everyone for 21 days but she said there's something that happened at that moment that i called upon god she said she said a miracle happened she said i've never been baptized but when the church opens i'll be down there to be baptized in the name of jesus she said you people are my people this is my church you're my pastor she said i know we've never met before but you are my pastors. And what we are beginning to see God do right now has never happened before. We, just a few, few, a few months back, my, my assistant pastor was, was called to go pray for, for a lady at the hospital. He went to go pray for her and uh, it was a bad situation. They said she didn't have much time to live. And, and he went there to pray for her. He went and prayed, and he called back the next day to see if anything was better. And they said, "Well, things have actually gotten worse. She's gone into a coma." And uh, he called me. He said, "Pastor, what I do? I I just went up and prayed for this lady at the hospital, and uh, she's she, things didn't get any better. She's now in a coma." And I said, "Well, go up there and pray again, and let's believe that God is going to do a miracle." He went up about t- uh, the next day. It had been two days. The lady had been in a coma. In a coma, he went up there and. As she laid in the comatose state, he walked in. And he laid hands upon her, and he began to pray for her. And as soon as he laid hands upon her, that lady sat up and lifted her hands and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave the utterance. This was the lady who had never been to our church, who had never received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The lady, her sister, was sitting beside her, beside the hospital bed, began to freak out and begin to weep and cry. And he turned to her, and he said, what, what is happening is that she is receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And if you want to receive the Holy Ghost, God will fill you. Just lift your hands and God will fill you right now with the baptism of the Holy Ghost and as she lifted up her hands God filled her with the baptism of the Holy Ghost and she began to speak in other tongues we are beginning to seek God do miraculous things like we have never seen before it's only a few few months ago a new convert lady uh, uh, this last year a new convert lady in my church she brought a lady to the church in our church in Barcelona for the first time and she came up to me she said, Pastor, I've brought this lady up and she's blind in one of her eyes, can 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 and I've prayed for her, but the blind eye hasn't opened. And uh, I asked her, I said, well, have you prayed for her to receive the Holy Ghost? She said, no, this is her first time. And I said, well, go back and pray for her to receive the Holy Ghost. And then we'll pray for the blind eye to open. So she went back and she laid hands on her visitor, on her friend. And, and uh, a couple of minutes later, she came running back to the platform. She said, Pastor, my friend's down there speaking in other tongues now. She's received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I said, okay, now go back and command that blind eye to open. This new convert lady, new in the Holy Ghost, new lady, hasn't been in church a long time. She went back down, laid her hands on her on her friend's eye and commanded the eye to open up in the name of Jesus. She came running back up. She said, Pastor, it's done now. The blind eye is open. We need to realize that God is wanting to use every single one of us to see the miraculous. I don't want to just hear about it happening overseas. I don't want to just hear about it happening in Spain, happening in Bangladesh. Look, I want to see it happening on a daily basis, and I believe that God is wanting us to see a greater a greater manifestation of the miraculous like never before. If we will open up our eyes and be a part of what he's doing today. Just a few months ago, I was, I was in the city of Madrid. Began to pray, pray for a lady. Pray, pray for uh, a girl who was there. And uh, she, she was born with one leg that was shorter than the other. And as we began to pray, I called some of the other ministers over and I said, we're going to pray for this lady. We're going to believe that this leg that is shorter than the other is going to grow to the length of this leg. And as they gathered around and they, they laid hands and they grabbed her feet, they closed her eyes and they, they began to pray. I stopped them really quick and I said, no, 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 no. I said, open your eyes. I said, "Open your eyes." I said, "We want to see it when God does it. When we when this leg begins to grow, grow, let's open our eyes with with expectancy, believing that it's going to happen." So, open your eyes as you pray to begin to see what God is doing. And so they laid their hands on there, and they open their eyes. They watched as they begin to pray and begin to command that leg that was shorter than the other leg begin to grow and begin to grow. That lady began to praise God and, and give glory to God as she began to shout and dance and thank God for healing her leg, church. We need to realize what God has done in the past is great, but I'm wanting to continue to seek God do it today. I'm not satisfied with what he's done before. But God, if you've done it before, then you'll do it for me. God, if you'll do it in the past, then then you'll do it for me. It's even been during this quarantine that I've seen the hand of God in miracles, signs, and wonders. One particular Sunday, back-to-back people called me, one man called me from Madrid, another man called me from Barcelona. And during the height of the of the quarantine, the hospitals were collapsing here in Spain. There was people that weren't able to that that, that had COVID nineteen that weren't able to get into uh in, 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 they would go to the hospital and they would be sent home because there were not beds. There were people that, that had that sat in, in the waiting room for up to three days because they couldn't they couldn't treat them. On a particular Sunday, I had two people that called me. And as they were gasping for breath over the phone, first man who called me from Madrid, I I never met him, didn't know who he was, but he got my number and he called me. He said, Pastor. And he's trying to talk to me between breaths. He said, Pastor, I, I can't breathe. He said, I, I've been diagnosed with COVID-19. He said, I, I've, uh, I, 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 but they, 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 they gave me Tylenol, sent me home. They said, there's nothing that they can do right now that the hospitals are full. He said, "But Pastor, I believe that if you'll pray for me that, 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 uh, that, that I will be healed. And immediately panic, my flesh side panic hits you. He said, oh my goodness, God, you're going to have to come through on this one as he was wheezing and could not breathe on the, on the other end of the phone, I said, okay, we're gonna lift our hands and we're gonna thank God for his healing right now. I told him, I said, I, you may not be able to speak much, but if you'll just lift your hands and in the little breath that you can, if you'll just say, thank you, Jesus, for healing me. He he, 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 and he lifted his hands and as I prayed with him over the phone, he just speak, I just began to him weakly say, as he, as he gasped for breath, he said, thank you, Jesus, for healing me. Thank you, Jesus, for healing me. Thank you, Jesus, for healing me. And we begin to pray in the name of Jesus and command that sickness and disease to leave his lungs and command that sickness and disease immediately the hand of God reached in and he was immediately healed it was just a couple of hours later I got another call from a man in Barcelona in the same situation pastor you've got to pray for me right now I can't breathe I've been diagnosed and 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 and, and they've sent me home there's nothing that they can do they've given me Tylenol and there's no beds but I can't breathe I need you to pray for me and the same thing I said you just lift up your hands what we've seen God do in the Past, we're gonna see him do it again. Lift your hands and just try to say, Thank you, Jesus, for healing me. Again, that man lifted his hands and began to say, Thank you, Jesus, for healing me. Thank you, Lord, for opening my lungs. And immediately, the hand of God reached in and did a miracle in his life. I'm thankful for what God has done in the past, but I am not satisfied just to talk about it. But God, I need to see you now. Lord, in the midst of this situation, God, I've got to have a miracle now. Let's not be content just to tell the stories of old. Let's not just be content to hear the stories of of, of missionaries. Let's not be content to hear the stories of Spain or or, or Bangladesh or other areas around the world. But let us begin to have a desire in our hearts to say, God, I want to see it now. Lord, I'm not satisfied with hearing it from everybody else. But Jesus, let me see it today. We've got to uh, command the spirit of contentment to, to leave us. Let us not be content to just hear about it. Let's not be content to have your pastor travel around the world and come back and testify about it. Yes, your pastor can tell you hundreds and thousands of miracles that he has witnessed. But at times we are satisfied to hear Pastor Myers come back and tell us what God is doing everywhere else. At times we're satisfied to, to wait and, and, and send funds and help. Help. Pastor Myers, go and be a part of different crusades around the world, and then he'll come back and tell us about the miraculous things that happened. But at times we are content to hear about it, and we are satisfied to sit and not see it for ourselves. I want to, I want to challenge East Wind Pentecostal Church that let a, a, a spiritual hunger rise up within us Not to be satisfied with what Pastor Myers tells us. Not to be satisfied with his testimonies but say, Lord, we want to see it in our own lives. Lord, I want to see it right now. Lord, I'm in a present crisis and I need you to, I, I need you to, to do it right now. If we will step out in faith, God is going to do it. I'm going to pray for us right now and I'm going to pray for a spirit of boldness and an anointing to fall upon every one of you at East Wind Pentecostal that, that when we get are able to get out of, uh, out, out of our homes and able to get back into the church house, but that we will allow the Holy Ghost to use us us when, when we're at church but also when we're outside of the church that we will allow a holy the, a holy boldness to to flow through us I, I want to pray for us right now right now in the name of Jesus I take dominion and authority over every spirit of intimidation over every spirit of fear over everything that would come against the people of God I take dominion and authority over it right now in Jesus name and I bind every spirit of fear and intimidation that, that would try to lock us into a box and I, right now I lose faith right now in Jesus name and boldness to go forth right now in East Wind Pentecostal Church right now Lord let us not be satisfied with what our pastors told us about Lord let us not be satisfied with what other missionaries have told us about Lord let us not be satisfied with what you are doing other places but God we want to see you do it now Lord we are not content to hear about it we're not content just to talk about what you've done in the past but Lord let it be done again even today in the name of Jesus I lose faith right now in the name of Jesus and I pray for anyone under the sound of my voice that would be battling sickness in Jesus name I take dominion and authority over every spirit of sickness every spirit that would come against him right now in Jesus name every spirit of infirmity I bind it in the name of Jesus and I lose faith I lose miracles right now in the name of Jesus let it be done in jesus name in jesus name in jesus name in jesus name god is doing it now around the world miracles are happening right now around the world yes we may be confined still here in spain and most of europe but the holy ghost is not confined the wind of the holy ghost can still blow wherever it wants to It's amazing the testimonies that are coming in, of miracles of healing, miracles of protection, miracles of provision that are happening right now in the midst of the crisis that Spain is going through. Let's not be satisfied to talk about what God has done, but let's look for every day for an opportunity to see something new. He says, I'm doing a new thing. God, if you're doing a new thing, then I want to be a part of it. God, if you're doing a new thing, then Lord, let me, let me be a part of what you're doing today. Right now in Spain, even under quarantine, I'd, people are being baptized in their homes. They can't get out of their homes right now. Can't get to the church. I had one pastor who called me two weeks ago, and he said, "Pastor, I've got people in a home that need to be baptized. Can I authorize them to 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 baptize each other? And I'll hook in. I'll hook in online." I said absolutely. He said they, they they can't wait till the quarantine's over. They got to be baptized, and so they filled up the bathtub through Zoom meeting. The pastor told them what to say. He said, "All right, now you get the water, put them there, tell them to cover their mouths, and I'm gonna I'm gonna speak the words in Jesus' name over them while while you baptize while you put them under the water and and online they baptized three people in the name of Jesus in bathtubs. So in the midst of what the world is facing and what Europe is facing you can't quarantine the Holy Ghost people are still being baptized in the name of Jesus people are still being filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues God is still doing today I believe we are living in the greatest hour of the church and God if you're doing it then let me be a part of it I thank East Wind for being a part of what God is doing in Spain and around the world I thank God for, for churches such as yourself that even in the midst of worldwide pandemics, you're making they focus on missions and continuing to spread the gospel around the world. because together we're going to see a great and mighty harvest like we have never seen before. I God bless you in the name of Jesus.
1: You can visit us at www.eastwind.church, and our phone number is 321-723-2030. God bless.
2: We want to encourage you to get involved in the Go program, which helps to support many ministries that are making an impact in our church, our community, and all over the globe. Each month on the first Sunday of the month, we give you the opportunity to support these great ministries. When you give to go, it supports church ministries that helps provide a home and education to children that are unwanted or orphaned. It helps troubled teenage boys find structure and guidance in their life. It helps get the word of God into our teenagers through Bible quizzing and through camps and other student events. It helps to support and build brand new churches that are starting right here in North America and more. When You Give to Go, it supports community ministries that helps provide disaster relief to those that are in need. It helps provide pregnant young women with support to prevent abortions. It helps to protect our religious liberties right here in the United States, and it helps our Hands for Healing ministry feed thousands of families each week right here in Bavard County. Also, when you give to go, it supports global ministries that helps to build churches and orphanages all around the world, and it helps to hold crusades and see thousands of people receive the Holy Ghost and receive a miracle from God. And it helps to provide financial support to missionaries all around the globe. When you become a part of Go, together we impact and spread the love of God all over our church, our community, and our world.